Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I'm Michael J. Sutton, and this is episode 93 in our series Freedom from Fear. Today, freedom from standing alone. It was a cold and bitter night in the city of Kyoto, Japan. It was the middle of winter. Lectures had finished for the day, and I had an evening meal at the local pub, which served barbecue chicken on skewers. The place was always full of people, squashed together on the wooden counters, polished by years of customers rising and sitting. A huge mask of the mountain goblin hung over the entrance, his vacant eyes surveying the room, dense with cigarette smoke. The chefs stood in the middle of the room, running back and forth, cooking, simmering, grilling and shouting calls to welcome and farewell customers. After a while, I left, catching a bus from there to near the old imperial palace, shrouded in darkness except for the watchful eye of the local police officers. I made my way up a darkened staircase to an old room, lit up, to a table and chairs set up, and to the smell of coffee brewing. Bill was already there. He'd come up from Uji, about an hour and a half away the south of the city. He had the Bible notes prepared, copied from his study Bible, and we sat shivering while the kerosene heater worked itself on slowly and loudly. There, every Thursday, we studied the Bible together. Bill was an academic and a man of faith. Only true faith would compel a man to travel on such bitterly cold nights to study the Bible with what was only one or two people each week. For me, gathering with others who call Jesus their Lord was one of the greatest blessings one could ask for during those years in Japan. We were few, so few, but our conversations were deep and our fellowship strong. Christians need to gather with others and Christ is always present. He is always present when his children gather in two and three, even in the deepest winters. Paul was reminded of this when he sought Christian fellowship with others in Corinth. He experienced intense persecution from his fellow Jews for even talking about Jesus, and so he fell into despondency. Jesus appeared to him in a vision and told him in Acts chapter 18, verses 9 to 10, Do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent, for I am with you, and no one is going to attack and harm you because... I have many people in this city. Paul stayed and he found others who followed Jesus. There are many of God's people everywhere, and if you seek them, you will find them. I did not say go to church, for most who go to church are not God's people, not anymore. But I am talking about having faith that God will bring people into your life to encourage you and that you might encourage them because Christians encourage one another. Church is often the default option for lazy Christians who gave up trusting God long ago. You are blessed if you meet a fellow Christian on the road or at work or in your family or through other serendipitous ways. Christians are also known by their common struggle. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 of our struggle, and it is a common struggle. We do not stand alone as followers of Jesus. He writes, 
For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This struggle for all Christians is a common one. It involves all, and none are excluded. You see, early Christians in the first century seem to have had a much greater camaraderie than exists today. Churchgoers only join forces against a common public enemy, as they usually cannot abide each other. But it was not so in the beginning. Christians were simply those who had faith in the risen Lord Jesus Christ, and this included everyone, of every background, creed, culture, language, or social standing. Paul writes to the Romans in Romans chapter 1, verse 8, Your faith is being reported all over the world. In Ephesians 1, verse 18, Paul writes, I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people. In Colossians 1, verse 4, Paul writes, We have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people. In their common struggle, Christians knew that they did not struggle alone because their faith was genuine, it was real. There is only one verse comparable in the New Testament to the word struggle in Ephesians 6.12 and it is Romans 15.30. It is sometimes translated as a struggle, but this is not strictly correct. In Greek, the word is sunagonizimai. And you will see another English word tucked away in there, and that is agony. It means to agonize with or strive together. In the ESV it reads, I appeal to you, brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers to God on my behalf. Christians do not stand alone. Ours is a common struggle, and we strive together in the name of the Lord Jesus in the power of the Spirit. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.